Father, I sit here and I, I kneel here and I just imagine. Like, what would I be doing in your presence right now? There is this invitation to come boldly before the throne of grace. To receive mercy and to find favor in a time of need. But there's this, this, this invitation to come boldly before your throne. What would I, how would I respond to you? What would we say to you right now? What would you say to us in this moment right now? How would we respond? And faith being in the presence of God. God, will you help us to answer that question today? Would you bring peace to our mind and hearts today in answering that question? Because the truth is, when we gather here, even in our private closets, we have the opportunity to come before the Holy of holies to be in the midst of your presence to enjoy, to dine to sit at your feet and learn and to listen and be amazed by who you are are we really amazed? are we amazed? that we've had this access to you. To converse with you. To talk. To cry. To lay down. To stand. Hands raised. Hands down. We have freedom in your presence to honor you. Are we doing that on a regular basis? Every morning, you knock, you knock, and you say, let me in. I want to dine with you. I want to sup with you. I want to talk with you. I want to reveal more of myself to you. God, would you encourage us today to do that more often? Just to worship you. Just to enjoy you just to commune with you. It's been made possible that the veil was torn in half, top to bottom, when Christ went on a cross, made access to every priesthood believer, real and true to all of us, that we have this access to you that we make light of daily, daily, I pray you would mark this day no more. That we would love going to the presence of our daddy and 
chest lying prostrate bow before him and speak to us dad speak to us father if you haven't had time to do that this week you you have time now you have time now to talk to your dad i'm going to be quiet for a few minutes and let you just talk You can stand, you can sit, you can kneel, however you want to address your father. Now in this place you can. You have the freedom to do that now. You have freedom. to pray with or for someone now you can if you decide just to seek your father on your own you can we're not going to rush this moment anymore We will, from this day forward, carve this time out for you to talk to your dad any kind of way you want to. So please talk to him. Please listen. Give us hope now. Someone came in needing strength right now, God. Someone is wanting to be healed by you right now, Father. We don't know. But you do. Satisfied being single, somebody is going through in the marriage. God, will you reveal yourself? Will you fill them with your spirit? Will you renew their mind? 
when you satisfy the heart, the, the longing, God, they're searching for satisfaction outside of you in this world. Will you please, in this moment, satisfy them in Jesus, God? Fill the void with Jesus. Father God, we just thank you. We do not move on without you moving us forward. So release me to move forward in your service. Well, I had a nice video to show y'all uh, to start off this sermon, this sermon, but that's changed. Uh, but my heart for today has not changed. Uh, before I do go on and get in and look at today's text, can't help but sharing with you guys what God has me spiritually. I am in the best spot of my life spiritually. There is this confidence that I'm finding in God to do his will And to live for him. And he's doing something unique in me that's never been done in me before. So the past few weeks, it's been since, since December, I've been praying profusely that God would just move in me, my family, in at Omni. Two things I want to just highlight before I get into, into today's text. One thing is that our prayer nights have not been well, well attended on third Tuesdays. And I've been praying for God. I don't want it to increase in attendance, but increase the number of people who desire to seek you. Would you just increase that at Omni? 
Prayer night, prayer night is the worst attended activity in churches across the nation. The worst. And I wonder if it's because we don't believe that God is listening and is wanting to answer us. Jeremiah says, if you will call, God says to Jeremiah, I know what you're going through, son, but if you will call out to me and I promise you, I will show you great and mighty works you know not of. I desire to answer you, son. The word call out means to cry out. It means to wail out to God. Saying, God, do something. And God said, I will. And it won't be something small, it'll be something great. And Jeremiah, what I'm about to do, your mind can't even conceive it. I'm praying for that for Omni, that we would men have a heart to call out to God and to expect God to do great and mighty works we know not of. Number two. We have every Sunday after service an invitation to pray with and for you. About four months ago, about four weeks ago, Sister Freddie, Frankie, I'm sorry, Frankie came down. Frankie, just, just wave your hand. Don't come down. Frankie came down and and she shared this with me just, just a while ago. She said, uh, I want to tell you something. First, my sister passed away. And, uh, but that's, that's one thing. And this other thing is that man, I, I had this pain in my arm and it just would not go away. So I came down. I asked one of the people to pray for my arm. And she said, you know what? It stopped. I just don't take things like that lightly anymore. There's a verse in, I, in, I, in Psalms where David says, God, will you please show me a sign of your goodness that it may declare your strength and glory for me. David asked God to show him a sign of his goodness that his strength and glory might be with him. How many of us do that? How many of us have, have, have the courage to ask God something like that? I mean, I'm simply praying that we would become a house, a people that desires, enjoys praying. You got to see prayer as an act of worship. It's an act of you deciding to commune with God. And you have to appreciate how he made that communion possible. Think about it. Back in the days, only one person could go once a year. And now we have this great opportunity to go to God every single day to commune, to enjoy, to 
dying to hear and to answer and even to make requests to a God who owns it all and has created it all. We have this opportunity to go before him as often as you desire. How many of us is taking advantage of this opportunity? One of the few times in the Bible where you see our Savior's righteous anger. And one time was when they turned what was to be a house of prayer into a den of thieves and robbers. And our Savior pulled out the whip and said, not here, not now, not today. He never said that his house was to be a house of preaching, a house of great leadership, a house of evangelism. He never said it was to be those things. It was to be a house of prayer. Yeah, I'm all off script, amen. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't prepare 10 hours, amen, 15 hours. I'm, I, 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 don't, I don't, just don't feel led to go there right now. This is not my service. But here's where I know that God wants all of us to call on him. Call on him. He's missing you. He wants, he, he wants to hear from you. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm just going to abandon today's service. Well, he's going to abandon his service because it ain't mine. It's his. I'm just feeling lit, feeling lit, feeling lit. That we just need to spend time praying. <laughs> We're going to pray. We're going to pray. If God is going to do anything, I heard a man say God can do five, can do more in five minutes of you praying than he can with you 45 minutes, me, hour preaching. God can do more with us praying than anything else. We're going to pray. The gospel made this possible. It's given us access, each of us access, man, to get in front of God and just enjoy. When was the last time you enjoyed being with God? You got there and couldn't get up. Like you wanted to. And you was late for praying. I'm at this juncture in my life where God, listen, if, if, if you don't satisfy my soul while I'm praying, I won't get up. I just won't get up. I'm not moving right now. I didn't get down on my knees to check it off or I prayed today. That's not good enough, God, for me now. He's deepening this longing for him in my soul that nothing else can satisfy it. Don't need to praise a man anymore. 
Omni can grow and get smaller. I'm good with God. Whatever he decides to do with Omni, I'm good with it. I just want him. Nothing else. I just want him. I live to worship him. Yeah, you know, this doesn't happen only on a Sunday morning with us music and a song. Try it out in your closet at the house and see when God warm your soul, stir your affections, and, and captivate your mind. And there you are, <laughs> you and God, enjoying each other. What are you going through? What do you need God to do? Do you trust that he can do it? If I look at his resume in the Bible, it's long and it's powerful. I look at it and see what is it that my God cannot do? He's so bad, he raised himself up from the dead. <laughs> and we won't ask him? <laughs> he raised himself up from the dead. And he just said, come. If you're lacking a desire to pray, ask me. If you're dealing with doubt and shame or and you want it to get rid of, let me remind you what my son did for you on the cross so you can worship me. Christ came so that our worship would be unhindered. He came to deal with the sin that had us separated. But not only did Christ on the cross deal with the sin and cancel the debt, he also removed the guilt that sin caused. So that we could have this unhindered worship experience with him daily, if not two, three times a day. So, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Will you please get in groups of, of, of fours that are people you really don't know well? Will you please get in groups of four, no bigger than four, with people that you don't know well? Yeah, this is different. Go with it. And we're going to pray with and for each other this evening. Yeah, this was not planned. Amen. This was not the plan. Groups of, of four. And we're going to pray with and pray for each other. I'm going to give us 15 minutes. There's no rush. 
somebody you don't know well, we're going to pray. We're going to seek God together. I'm going to give us one more minute and then we'll be ending this portion of our worship service. Uh, I was thinking um, that's not, not always a good thing but I was thinking uh, about when was the last time I uh, left a Sunday service and someone asked me what did you do what did y'all learn to say we prayed. <laughs> we just prayed. We prayed to the one who makes all things possible and who does all things well. We took advantage of the access that was granted to us in Jesus. We had time to sit with our daddy and just to talk to him some. Invited some family in and I had family also to pray with me and for me. I owe no one no apologies for today. I won't. I won't do it. So please save your text and email because I will not respond. We got a chance as a family on a Sunday to sit with our daddy. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. And if he wishes to do it again, I'm going to let him. It's his, not mine. All of what we do on a Sunday it is to lead and point us to him, the opening confession, the call to worship, the songs, the sermon, the time of communion and giving. All of this is worship. All of this points to him and what he's done for us. And we get a chance even at the end to feast on the one who's provided for us. Spiritually and material. What a God we serve. <laughs> then there is a small invitation to God. We don't have much, but that you've given us, we will be faithful to give back to you. Not to earn anything from you, not to be approved, but because we've been approved and we are accepted. Here's our offering. To you, even as we are dismissed, 
We don't stop worshiping. We worship while we enjoy God, while we make disciples, and while we share his love. To all. It's all an act of worship. We, we don't stop worshiping. I just simply invite you to do this more in your closet. If you're married with your spouse, if you're single with your, with your, with your husband, his name is Jesus. You've got the greatest husband in the whole wide world, amen. He's best like out of this world, amen. No one can love you like him. Enjoy spending time with him. And I hope to hear stories next week and after. God started something last Sunday in my life that didn't end on a Sunday. It went through on a Monday, and a Tuesday, and a Wednesday. I found myself smiling and enjoying God. And I haven't done that in a while. So, Father God, we thank you. That when we look in scripture, the one thing that your disciples asked you to teach them was to pray. Luke observes that you prayed often. Here it is, God in the flesh, praying to his father often. It was so impactful on their lives. They asked you, hey, can you please teach us? What you're doing with your father, can you show us how to do that? Teach us, instruct us. Give us knowledge and skill on how to pray. And he said, our father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Oh God. Give us this day. And when I think about all that God has given me spiritually and materially, he's done more than meet my daily needs. Let's pray this prayer together. While you're praying, ask God to examine your heart. And when we're done praying this prayer, we're going to then partake in communion and offering. I think that's what God just said. Let's, let's pray this prayer together. Let's pray together. And as you feel led by the Spirit, we're going to ask you to come in to, uh, uh, and to uh, receive his body, his blood, to feast on what he's left us as a reminder of what he's done, what he's doing, and what he will do. That we might share in his blood, that we might share in his body.